everybody, welcome to our first actual episode of Who Fed the Dog? <laughs> I'm Linda, here's Desi. Hey everybody, how's it going? Why are you laughing? Uh, this is just funny, this is funny. We've never done anything like this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we bought a whole setup and everything and uh, it's just, it's, it's just fun. It's gonna be fun to do. Well, I just wanna remind everybody about our Instagram, who underscore fed the dog. Um, you can comment, send comments, send message us with, you know, whatever you wanna say, and we'll get back to you. Um, but I'm pretty excited to talk about uh, big kids today and should they pay rent while they're living with you? Big um, kids, big kids. Yeah, are you excited? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna hit some sensitive subjects, but I think we're gonna be okay. I think first off, we just need to kind of explain why it is we chose big kids as our first episode. Well, I mean, we're not talking about big kids. Well, I guess we are talking about big Like adults, young adults, obviously. Not should adults, young adults that live with you pay rent, pay bills? What should be their financial responsibility in the home? Um, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, but before we start, do you have anything you want to say to everybody? Um, just like a repeat of why why we're here. Uh, yeah, uh, just to kind of again, just to touch base on on everything we have going on. Uh, we decided to do a podcast about our family life, the struggles, the triumphs, everything that we've gone through. Triumphs, good word. Yeah, thank you. I like that. I learned it today. Uh, just everything we've gone through as a family, as a whole with our friends, with our kids, um, you know, even our adolescents, us being young teenagers, uh, you know, I'm 42 years old and, and I've gone through a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah we have. So I think uh, we just want you to be prepared to hear like real life stuff from us, um, our life and our opinions. We're not saying that what we say is the way or the word, but it's how we've dealt with um, raising kids and how we've dealt with our marriage, but by no means are we saying that it is the way. But we just wanna throw out their ideas for other people who are like us or going through things that we've already been through and give them some insight on, on how we handled it. Is there anything you can relate to or that you've experienced or you might be going through and you just need another uh, piece of advice or just another direction to help you along the way? Yeah, so. Um, go ahead and uh, grab a cocktail, run to the bathroom, and we'll be right back and get started. All right. All right, everybody, welcome back. So let's get this conversation started. Um, should big kids, adult kids that live at home, have some form of financial responsibility in the household? Pay rent, pay bills, I don't know, something. In our house, that is a yes. Yes. You are responsible yes. for something because this is your home and you need to contribute to it. And because we're raising adults, we're raising people that can function in society on their own someday. Um, we have a 22 year old and a 19 year old. Um, the 19 year old's a full-time student um, and works you know, anywhere from 24 to, to 36 hours a week. So right now she doesn't have to pay rent as long as she's a full-time student. Um, our 22 year old, he works, um, so he is an adult and he works just like myself um, and Desi, so he will contribute and he does pay rent. He does pay um, the Wi-Fi bill, 
uh, half the cleaning lady, and the gardener. Gardener. And these are things that we decided uh, as as a as parents that were going to be things that um, meant something to him. You know, the cleaning lady cleans his bathroom. Um, the yard maintains the home that that he lives in. And um, just just to jump on the gardener, we actually told him if he didn't want to pay for it, that he would just have to do it. And it was more of those things where it's your responsibility to figure out how you want to take care of this. Now, do you want to go the route where you get up on the weekend and you mow your lawn? Which means you're going to have to hear me say you didn't do it right. Right. Or do you just, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to ante up the money and get homeboy from next door to come and do it. So that's what he did. He got somebody to, to, to do the yard for him. Totally fine. Yeah. 100% okay fine. with that. Looks good. I don't complain. The the yard's picked up. There's no grass or leaves on the ground. So I'm happy. Basically, our expectation of, of him um, being a 22-year-old or almost 22-year-old adult living here is that he pay the bills. Pay the bills, pay them on time. We don't have a problem. But let's get into a little bit of how we as parents came to that decision. Because I didn't move out until I was 22, and I didn't pay rent. While I lived at home. I mean, I didn't either, in all honesty. But at the same point, once I got 18, I either fed myself, clothed myself, put gas in my car myself. You know, my mom never hounded me about giving her rent. But she didn't She didn't give me any tools or things to, to use. Like, So you could live at home for as long as you wanted, probably, and not pay rent. But... She wasn't giving you any money to live. I no. mean, your mom's refrigerator had like an yogurt, egg and a yogurt. And yogurt. In it. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and that's all that was in there. If I was fine with eating eggs and yogurt, then then that's just what it was. Um, I think at that point, my mom just realized that, you know, you can stay here, but everything you need, you're going to need to get. Yeah. And my mine was very, very different. Um, I could still live at home with my mom and probably not pay rent and she would be fine with that. Uh, I lived at home until I was, like I said, 22 and I moved out because you made me. Yeah, we had to go. We were about to have the third kid and you said we couldn't stay in my bedroom from childhood anymore. No. <laughs> we grew up. We had to go. You know, I had the same kind of sense. You know, my, my mom wasn't hounding me to leave, but at the same sense, if if she's not taking care, then you need to go. You know, I have two older brothers at the same point and, and both of them took off. Once they were of age, you know, I think my brother, my oldest brother left around 19 and my other brother left about 20. So if you're not going to school and then your next move is to go be a man and go right. take care of yourself. If you got families, we all have families young and we just, you have to go take care of your family now. So that's what it was. That was the dog. So we grew up in two very different ways. Um, but came to one conclusion when we had kids, which we didn't know we were going to decide this. We had no parenting plan when we had kids. Zero. Zero plan. There was zero thought as to what kind of parents we were going to be when we had kids. Um, so it's kind of weird. I, I think it's pretty interesting that we grew up so different in regards to how our parents dealt with us. You know, your mom was like, Here's a house, but you do you, you know, and you had to figure it out. And I grew up in a house where my mom was like, you can live here forever and we can just build a compound and everybody can live here forever. 
And a lot of families do that now. Yeah, yeah. But I, like I said, it's, it was just very different. And somehow we came to um, a, a common a common ground when it came to our kids on how we were going to do this. And I think our main thought was we need we wanted to teach our kids that you work for everything you get. I'm not giving you anything. Nobody out there is going to give you anything for free. If you want it, you need to earn it. You need to work for it. And that's what we did. That's what we've done since they were little, from making them mow the yard or making them... Then you go get a job. Even in high school, if you weren't playing any sports and you were old enough, go get a job. Not that we wanted you to work or we wanted any of your money. It was just the value of understanding the importance of... Making money. Uh, yeah. A responsible and, and a responsibility. And that what you needed, you, you needed to get for yourself. Right. I came to that. I thought of that for my kids because I got whatever I wanted. My, I said I wanted it and my mom figured out how to get it. And apparently I was told that I grew up in a rich family, which was unbeknownst to me. But your mom and dad had money. They just didn't share it with they, you. I just didn't get any of it. And maybe, you had a big fancy house and your parents drove big fancy cars, but I can't help it that they didn't share it with you. Right, right, right. They but, had money. You just, you looked like you were poor. <laughs> hey, I was, I was starting a new fashion that just wasn't caught up yet. I think they dress like that now. Multicolored so, and different kinds. Anyway. So again, two completely different lifestyles. You're... Your parents loved you. I'm not this is not talking shit about your mom and dad. My parents loved me and But they, they didn't give you everything. Well, no, but everything I needed obviously. If I needed obviously, clothes, if food, you needed it, cars, you got it. But they weren't throwing goods at you. No, no, not at all. You me, know? if I said I wanted it, my mom figured out how to get it for me. I didn't know until I was older how she was figuring out how to get this stuff, you know? I didn't know that sometimes she's robbing Peter to pay Paul to make sure that I had my cheerleading uniforms that costed two thousand dollars every year. Or, you know, that we were going shopping and out to dinner every weekend. I didn't know how she was doing that. I just know that it was done and I had everything I needed. And and that was that. When I had kids, though, I realized that budgeting money as an adult was so hard. And well, I, no because I had no idea of no reality. I didn't have no. any idea of how money was handled. And I was scared for my kids to grow up like that. Yeah. I didn't want them to be like that when they were adults and not, you know, have to like have a car repoed or have to ask me for rent money because they didn't know how to manage their money. And honestly, I didn't. I didn't know how to do that when yeah. when I had kids or when I moved out. It Same took thing. me God, it took us at least a good 10 years to figure that out. We've had cars repossessed, we've been out of money for apartments and housing. Thank God we've had some really good landlords yeah. that were just just appreciate the situation and, and helped us out. Yeah, yeah. We were really, really lucky because we should have been homeless a time or two. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was very important to me that, that my kids learned from very young that I can't give them everything they want. So if they needed to ask grandma for something, they were going to have to do something for grandma to get it. Agreed. I tried very hard not to let people give things to my kids without them doing something for right. it. Right. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. So yeah, when they turn 16, uh, get a job. Right. That's it. I, I, I know some people disagree with that because they say you're a kid and you're going to work for the rest of your life. And I don't disagree because I see my son now who's... 
you know, 21, he lives on his own, he pays his own bills. And I do think like, man, you've already been working for a long time yeah. and you got a long time to go. And he's still young. And he's still young. And, and he's, you know, sometimes breaking his back. There's a lot of hours and, and he's tired. And sometimes I do like, did I make him start too young? But he reaps the benefits of it. You know, like our, our, our 21 year old is, he very, he likes buying flashy things. He loves buying the things that he wants to get and doesn't want to be told he can't. So he does, he does work hard for his stuff and he does spend his money to his, to accommodate his lifestyle. Yeah. You know, whether it's buying clothes or shoes or hats to going out for the night, you know, it, he doesn't have to worry about that. You know, if he wants to go out as he gets older, he can without a problem, without yeah. worrying about, I don't got enough money. You know, yeah, I work hard. I can do it. When it was time for them to uh, drive, you know, we had three kids who turned the driving age all a year apart. Um, we had at one point a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old, and an 18-year-old. Um, and we decided that we would make sure they got their first car. And after that, they had to figure out how they were going to get another car. Um, we had help, luckily, from family um, that, that helped us to make sure that we could do this for our kids. Uh, but we worked really hard to make sure that we could do that for them. But then they've all gone through the process now of having to buy their own first car. And I think that I was really proud of everybody, each one of them, um, when it came to that time because they were all ready for it. Do you know what I mean? Like they all had built credit. They all had money in the bank. Um, Shorty, and, what you drink? Money <laughs> in the bank. They all had money in the bank and, and were ready for the purchase. You know, um, they've all, you know, the first two have, have upgraded from what they originally started with. And, and it's good. It's good to see. So. That's also a humbling experience, too. You know, like even with, with, with both our boys being able to buy their own cars. Like they were able to, to your car, there's how much you need to put down. And this is and this is how much your car payment is and and both of them obviously you know obviously our oldest one took a little bit longer but both of them were able to yeah you know they both drive brand new trucks that they love and and it's a good feeling you know yeah. even Christmas you know like uh, our oldest you know he, I was very proud of him you know he's, he's he's still learning to become a transition to a man but you know he managed with working hard. I mean, he bought everybody presents and like good presents. It wasn't just some like Dollar Tree bullshit. Like, I think he got you a pair of Nikes. He got me some Vans, and I think uh, he got his Michael Marina some other like actually like presents value. You know what I mean? He took time and took his own hard-earned money to get you something that you would appreciate. You know, and that takes big. That takes a lot to somebody to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all they all have figured out like that they like to give. Um, and when they have it, they do it well. They're, I think they're, they're learning generous. that. I think they're learning that really well. And I mean, I hope it's something that we've taught them about being able to give, you know, uh, because it, it does it does come back to you. And it does it the sense of it. It feels good, you know, being able to help people out, doing things for others, even if it's just picking up like a washer and dryer. Oh, shit. I got forgot about that. Gotta help Tony. Yeah, I know. We'll get it. We'll get there. Side note. Sorry. Side note. <laughs> so yeah, I think that, I think that by making them have jobs so young, 
um, making them be responsible for you know their own gas money, their own social life, um, from a very young age has I think benefited them in the long run. I agree. I mean, I I know some kids that didn't have to work and. Um, their parents, though, some of them have done really great jobs of teaching them money skills uh, without them having to work. Um, but but we've I seen it, too, where your friend's kid would come to her work to pick up money for gas. Yeah. You know, like, why would you let him do that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen all sides of the coin, I guess, both sides of the coin. There's only two sides. Two sides. I know. Whoopsie. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of different kinds of parents in regards to money and work. I mean, even our our daughter who's in college, um, you know, she has to she has to pay her own gas. She has to pay her own car payment. She has to take care of herself. I mean, in regards to paying for school, I mean, we didn't save for college. We didn't do that. No. There is no college fund. There's no college fund. Not not a penny in a college fund for her. So we will we do help her the best we can um, financially in regards to tuition. But in the end, she's going to have loans and she's going to have to figure out how to pay them. Um, but she has to pay for the rest of her life herself. You know, her social life, her clothes. If she doesn't like the food that's in the fridge, she has to buy her own. Um, and I think that at 19 and... And being in college, I think, I think she's doing a good job. So, I'm not really sure um, if we've like made a point here, but I think the point is is that we agree, and we believe that teaching kids financial responsibility while living at home is a benefit. All right, we're gonna get some hard facts now. What do you got, hard Linda? Facts, hard, facts, hard facts, hard facts. Um, 58% of young adults, 18 to 22, still live at home. 58%. Fuck, that's a lot. No one wants to go out. It's the, what's the, millennials, gen, what do you call They're them? They're Gen Zers. Gen Our Zers? kids are Gen Z. Gen Z don't want to spend their money. But they say Gen Zers are the smartest generation. That they have knowledge at their fingertips. Well, yeah, they're fucking smart. They don't, they're saving their money. And you're right. Everything they have is on their cell phone information, uh, buying stuff, Amazon, and all kinds of crap. Look, you can even order food and beer straight to your door now. Yep. You know what I mean? There's no reason for anybody to leave their house anymore. We as society have just fucked that all up. You know, but for them to stay until they're 24 years old, 25, 25 with no responsibilities, with, you know, some might be going to school, some might not, some might not even have jobs, and they're still living off the... The parental teeth, I guess you want to say. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that COVID had anything to do with more young adults living at home? I think COVID longer? impacted a lot of it. Everybody's afraid. I mean, even still now. I mean, what's been what, maybe two years since COVID, and there's still people out there with masks on. And but how do you think? And, why do you think they want to live at home longer? How do you think that affected them wanting to stay home? They figure it's safer at home. They, they you don't get sick at home. You know, you can and and because. The society has, because of COVID, you can get a degree from home now. You can work from home now. Everything you can do is straight from your house. People paid lots of money just to work online. Yeah, and yeah, you can you're get right. your, You can get an online degree. You don't ever have to leave the fucking house and get a freaking doctorate. It's so crazy the way the world is now. 
so, so you think outside. that like everybody has made life easier like but the easier they, they always say things like you know the easier you make life for your kids the harder real life will be for them someday. oh i agree 100 so you think like everybody's made life easy though for for these kids yes no I agree that the world in general has made life School easy. School online, Gen work Z's online. And even, even for older people. You don't even you have know? to go to the doctor. Doctor appointment doctor. online. The guy will just, let me see you through a fucking video. You don't know what I look like, bro. I could just be pointing at my eyeball and look at that. Tell me what you think. I mean, the personal experiences for life is, is, is depleted. It's gone. And how do you learn? How do you learn life skills if you're never outside living life? I don't you know? know. But that's, that's, that's good. I, I like know. that. I tattooed that on my forehead. <laughs> How do you learn to live life if you never go outside and live life? I don't know. Crazy. But it's it's definitely true. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some introverts that can be in a 10 by 10 square 20 hours out of their day. And be completely fine with it. And completely fine with right. it. Do you think that's, like, healthy? We, I think we've made it as a, as a, as a world. We've made it okay. What else you got? So we charge we charge our son $350, $325 a month for rent. Is yeah. that too much? I don't think so. How I, much is too much? Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously he's he only lives in a 10 by 10 room. <laughs> well, and he lives in a whole house. He shares. He right. doesn't well, live he, in, yeah, a right. he in a 10 by 10 room. He sleeps in a 10 by 10 room. He lives in a whole house. We have a whole he house. A he's allowed to come out of the room. He uses the kitchen when he wants. He can watch TV in anywhere. Uh, he does definitely isolate himself in his little 10 by 10. He doesn't have to, but because he is, like you said, an introvert, he, that's where he lives. I would love to hear people's comments on our Instagram, who underscore fed the dog, and see what they think about $325. Is that too much? I don't think it's too much. Is it much. not enough? But remember, we didn't start at $350. Or three, how much are we paying charging now? $325. We didn't start at $325. No, we started at $100, bucks, I think. Or something like that. $50, bucks maybe. And like anything else in the life, in the real world, inflation, it goes up. It goes up. I mean, you know, I talked to my Shit's one, expensive. Well, yeah. And I talked to my, you know. Our yeah, gas bill. That gas bill is getting astronomical now. Right. Electricity, Wi-Fi. I mean, as, as long as he's here, all that shit still goes on. Okay. Food, all that. Here's another one. Does paying for rent or paying the Wi-Fi bill, does that give them power? Does that give them equal rights? Are they the same as me and you? Is he is he equal to us in this house because he pays rent? I mean, some people will probably say, yeah, I, I still think, I mean, it's still my house. Yeah. I say no. I wouldn't give them the full right. I like, say no. You're not an equal. It's my house. And $325 does not make you the same as me. No, fuck no. It doesn't make you the same as me. I, wait, I pay way too much money. I pay way more than $300. <laughs> but right, like, is it give him adult responsibilities? Like, could one day he have a female sleepover? Oh, God, I don't know. Would that be, would that be weird? Um, I mean, only weird. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you, do know you what think saying? that's weird? I fucking don't know. I mean, we've never crossed that so, bridge yet. But so does th- does paying rent mean it's okay, or does he still have to say, "Hey guys, can somebody spend the night?" I think he has to let us know. I mean, well, we, yeah, you walk out in your underwear, but the same thing. So well, we have yeah. to know somebody's well, here. Well, it's my house. I can walk around in my underwear. So if I can want he to. walk around in his underwear? No, not for three hundred dollars. He needs at least a tank top on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, we, I, I think with same thing like. Uh, you know, same thing with food and stuff. You know, we 
So me, me and my wife, we meal prep on the weekends for the week. And, you know, we don't really buy too much food anymore because in all actuality, it's just me and her. But I told them, like, you want me to make you meal preps, then you're going to have to kick in. I, I put in the work. I'm putting in the time. Well, yeah, it's not so much for the groceries that I feel like you have to pay for, but my time. But do it people a, think it's It takes wrong? a lot of time Fuck for me to does. stand in there and make meals that are going to last me the week. To have every day for lunch for is me that, and for you. Is that wrong to charge him for that, or do we just say like, look, he could go buy it from somebody else? Well, right, and then you're still going to pay for it, right. you know. But and I'm, every now and then he puts, you know, the basics. He'll buy some eggs, or he'll put some hash browns, or or whatever little little things in the fridge. But they're just for him to snack on. You know what I mean? We our fridge pretty is pretty bare. Our fridge is pretty bare, but that's because I, I mean, I don't know what. These people want me to make. No, I right. Mean, and they don't because they're all old. There's no time. There's no space in between. We all run our own lives. The only people that have coordinated time is me and you because we're married and we eat together. We have we more of a scheduled stuff. life than everybody else. Right. Where where he sleeps until he goes to work at night and the, the our daughter goes to work and doesn't come home until about 11 or 12. Right. So when we do make dinner, we, we do, hey, there's dinner made. Now, am I going to keep hounding him to come out? Because dinner's made? No. I'm not, I'm not knocking on a door and saying it's dinner time to no. a 22-year-old. Right. Sorry. You're a grown fucking man. If you want to come out and eat, come out and eat. But I tell you what, when we're all done, we're putting all this shit away and we're cleaning it up. So if you come out an hour later after we're all done and you start digging all that shit out to heat up dinner, well, you better clean everything back up because we already were packed up and done. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I'm not really telling anybody it's dinner time or anything. Like, I feel like this house is not... We're not cooking in the West Wing. No. You know when you it's dinner time. You can smell that shit. So you're, you're yeah. grown. You go deep when you talk about my small little house. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know when it's dinner time. So it's if you're hungry, so come hungry. eat. And right. if you're not, then don't. But I feel like everybody's big, and I'm not going to be like, hey, kids, it's dinner. Right, right. You're like, not, I'm They're not, not little kids anymore. No, It's not, not set on one that. schedule as a family. And We're if all you want something family. in the fridge that's not there, go buy it. Okay. Or at least, like, let me know you want it, and if I remember to get it when I go to the store, then or, I'll get yeah, it. Just as a grown adult, yeah, we do anticipate, ask you to do ask, ask you to do adult things, you know. Laundry soap. Go buy that shit. You know what I mean? We, we use it. You use it. This laundry. Washer and dryers is on at least fucking three times a day. Right. With our clothes, with their clothes, everybody's using the washing machine. So go buy soap. Why do we always have to feel that we have to buy all the soap? Or buy all the stuff for all that. I also feel that if adult kids are living in the house, then they're obligated to help around the house. Right. We shouldn't feel bad to ask them. Who fed the dog? Who fed the dog? Exactly. Get up and feed the dog. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't have to ask. You shouldn't feel bad asking somebody to go outside and help you do yard work. No, I agree. It's your yard too because it's their yard too because they still live here. So yes, we are giving them responsibility as an adult, but they still understand that this is our house and we you still follow by well, our rules. I mean, you have they have to have pride in their home. It's uh, still yeah, their home. They still live here. If you don't care about this place or what it looks like, then you shouldn't live here. Right. You know? I mean, that's a good question to ask. Like, I mean, what how much is too much for young adults that are living? Like, what do you like do you let them fucking sleep in their in their room all night? Or all day on Saturday and Sunday, you know what I mean? Do we let them veg out? You know, if if our daughter's telling us she has to work at, you know, she worked till two o'clock last night. Does she get to sleep till min, till noon the next day, or should she get up and 
help around the house. You know what I mean? Well, I definitely think there's certain responsibilities that are hers and that she'll have to take care of. But like, things get that's neglected. That's a whole other topic for right. another day. That's another episode altogether. Yeah. But, okay, so you're collecting rent from your kids or whatnot. Um, are we obligated to do something with that money? Like, are we obligated to yeah. save it for them for whatever? Take our buddies out. Are we allowed to use it for whatever we want? Like, So, okay, what hold is on. That? Backtrack one more time. So, the, our original plan, what we did with our oldest son was we were charging him about $200. And what we were doing with that money is we were saving it for him. We were saving it for him in case a rainy day came or something. Do you remember when we did that? Yeah. We saved it for him just in case at one day he was going to be like, you know what? I'm out of here. I want to move out. I want to get my own shit because we anticipated him becoming, I guess, an adult a lot sooner. Or not, a, not, not adult, but an adult. being gonna, able to move out and take care of himself. He was going to move out sooner. Right. So, so we saved it probably for about, I'd say, maybe six months, right? Well, we just thought that, like, okay, let's save it and then you know, when they move out, they, they can have it, you know, um, which is what we did. And like our, like Michael, when he moved out, he had only been paying rent for like three or four months. And we saved it. And when so it was, it was enough to, leave, to like, you know, buy him a mattress when or he's, something. When he, when he left, you gave him a check for however much, or we gave him some cash to look, this is the money that we saved up from the rent that you gave us. So there was a purpose there was there was a purpose for why we were doing that. Right, but but at a certain point, like there's not. It's like we're gonna save this for you because you have a plan. Like that's Michael I, had a plan. I guess that's what Michael I was trying to say. Michael had told us like we I want to move out. We were waiting for our oldest son to come up with a plan. Right. And and his plans would fail a lot. It was always trying to find the quickest path to just shut us up every right. time. And then so it we lasted. Got we got so we got frustrated, right? We got frustrated, and then at one point of the whole frustration, we just gave him a check for that money and said, "Here you go. Here's the money that we've been saving for you. Do whatever you need. Do whatever you want. From this point on, we're going to treat you as this way." And then we charge him rent. When Michael moved out, um, they shared a room, so their rent was each 150 at the time. Yeah, that's what it was. It was they were each 150. And um, when Michael moved out, then then it was like, well, now he's gone. You get the whole room. So now it's two fifty. It, it was or three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred when Michael yeah. moved out. And it went to three twenty five after Michael had been gone a year. Right. And then and, it went up to and, it, and it it will keep going up. Every six months, every year, we are gonna raise it because in life and in in what we do, rent goes up. Rent goes up. Gets Everything pricier. gets expensive. Our gas bill goes up. The so, electricity, the water. Go back though. Are we obligated to save it, or can that rent money? Is that my grocery money, or like, what do you think? Like you know, honestly, I honestly don't know what you do with that money. Right <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, I we've used it before. I've seen him give us cash, and then we went out that night, and you pulled out that cash. So cool. It was a free dinner. Thanks, yeah. bud. You know what I mean? But I don't like I said. I don't know what we do with it now. Yeah, there's got to either be, we did try to make it a means to an end for I feel like if him. you have a plan, if you're telling me, I want to move out in a year, right? I'd be like, that's awesome. You still have to pay your rent for a year. Right. But and at that point, Without telling I him, probably, we're saving it. Yeah, exactly. Without telling him, because it's not going to make it sound like, look, we're going to save it for you. Because then I'll tell you, if we told him that, he ain't going to fucking give it to us. If we tell him, this, you still got to pay us rent, and then here, at the end of the six months, like or the year, hey man. 
So I think that, that there's definitely plans to do with the rent money that can be between us that they don't need to know about. We can spend it if I if we want to. I don't feel like we're obligated to save it, though. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, if, I don't it, when they move we out... We did that as our own plan to right, help them but out. But I think that, like, whether we saved it all or whether we didn't, um, when they each move out, then, I mean, we'll obviously do something to help them. But all in all, I think that you can see that raising kids is trial and error, and we figured out what works best for us on this. And, and we hope that we've put some insight and that our conversation has helped you guys out. So until the next... All right, guys. Well, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to talk about today. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we like talking about it. Um, babe, what do you got? Uh, nothing much. Just, you know, if you have any questions or comments or um, you want to give us some advice and tell us how to make this better for you, if you want to give us some topic ideas, you know, we'd love to hear it. You can message us on our Instagram at who underscore fed the dog. And that's about it. Until next time. Until next time, everybody. Peace out.